Welcome to Death Do Us Part Podcast, hosted by my wife, Jamie. Hello. And myself, Mark. How y'all doing? Babe, it's hot out. It's really hot. Like, stupid hot. Like, uncomfortable, just swass. Yeah, you were trying to be all cute and, oh, do you want to go sit outside when we're done? No, Yeah. I don't. I take that suggestion back. Did you notice the hesitation when I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. I I got the clue. Yeah, I would have, but I don't want to. Yeah, and then when you guys were bringing groceries in. Jax was sweating. Yeah. What is, I oh, mean, just he bringing was bags disgusting. In. Yeah. Did you see, too, he was picking boxes out of bags to bring in? He wasn't, like, bringing actual bags in? Oh, yeah, he, he was. He walked in with a box of fucking protein cookies, and that was it. <laughs> At was, least he grabbed something. I was like, oh, did out. it fall out of the bag? And he's like, no. <laughs> Came back and grabbed a box of fruit snacks. At least, at least he did something. He did. He so. he attempted to help. I'll give him that. Yeah. But yeah. now they're not home. Yeah. So we got some peace and quiet. I was watching a movie on Netflix. Netflix and chill yeah. by myself. Well, I was on the couch. Yeah. Doing this. Right. But that's a weird movie you're watching. The Wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. It, but it's it's really good. It's, I mean, yeah. it's very depressing yeah. and sad. Hard to get into. I mean, I've seen it. Y- you have to be a wrestling fan, I think. Well, I mean, I've seen it. Yeah, but I, I think you got to be a wrestling fan to actually truly Appreciate get it. Appreciate it. Yeah, and understand. I mean, like, it's true with those older guys. No one will understand the amount of plastic surgery that he has had. Mickey Rourke? Yeah. Oh, man, it's so bad. Bad. He's a big juice head, too. Yeah, you think? Yeah. Marissa Tomei's in that, too, right? Yeah. Oh, I love her. Nothing fucking beats my cousin. She's on my list. It's called Disclosure, you dickhead. It's the best. (laughs) Yes. It's the fucking best. Yeah, she's and she's topless in it, so. She's also fucking crazy in every movie she's in. I don't care. She can be all the crazy she wants. Babe, I think she's like 60 now. I, I don't care. Okay. She's still on my list. All right. I don't even think I have a list. Randy Orton. No, I told you. No. Bradley Cooper. No. He's like a two. I don't know. Hmm. Randy Orton, like, yeah, he looked good. And then he started talking. And I was like, ugh, God. (laughs) Like, you just had to fucking stand there. And then you had to open your mouth. (laughs) So, no. Mm -mm. No. Yeah. No, not Bradley Cooper. Marissa Tomei. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't have one. I think the older she gets, Sad. the prettier she is. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm going to have to Google her. I don't think I've seen her. I think her she looks better in The Wrestler than My Cousin Vinny. She was good in My Cousin Vinny, though. She's yeah. young. Oh, yeah. But she's cool as fuck, too. She's like a fucking drunk bartender in this isn't she a stripper yeah oh even better uh yes even better (laughs) that topless hello i mean anybody can be topless in anything i guess yeah but i mean that wouldn't imply that they're a stripper yeah sure just saying oh my god it's so nice with the kids not here i know I feel like if we say it too many times, though, they're going to show they're up gonna like fucking, fucking Beetlejuice. Yeah. Hey, guys, it's too hot out. The pool's too hot. Yeah. We're, we're coming home. Oh, my God. 
fuck that. I, I want to make pancakes after this. Get home. Yeah, I want to make bacon and pancakes for you and me. I did get more bacon. Thank you. The thick? So, yeah. Because you get, like, generic stuff Listen, sometimes. And I get what fucking Walmart gives me. Like, low sodium, and it fucking takes me, all the I'm taste out. I'm concerned about you and your sodium intake. I'm not, but I'm saying it sounded good. Yeah. Like, I'm not. I know. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. The low sodium or no sodium tastes like You shit. died twice. I think we can uh, get you some salt-filled <laughs> bacon. I think it'll be okay. You won't be like my mom in the hospital? Oh, my God. With the fucking With donuts. the donuts? <laughs> Mark, you got to eat healthier. You had to. Okay, now the two the heart time, attacks Tom. had nothing. To, my body was shutting down. Not to mention the fact they weren't <laughs> heart attacks. There's a difference between your like heart not working properly and your heart not working at all. Yeah, I was in multi-system organ failure. My body was your shutting heart down. Stopped. It, it didn't. There was no attack. Right. It stopped. <laughs> yeah. So if I want a fucking, and this was after I just learned how to chew again yeah. and swallow. Yeah. I so, mean, with, like within days. Yeah. So if I want a fucking chocolate frosted donut, and my mom's the one that brought him the donut. Oh by the way. yes. Thank you for doing that. They were fucking the best donuts I've ever had. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're in a vent hospital, and his mom starts talking about him eating vegetables. Yeah, not the time. No. Not the time, Mom. As I can't move my arms and fucking legs, I'm having a fucking nurse having to wipe my ass. We still don't care, though. No. Still would rather eat a donut. Still going to eat that donut. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. Uh, man, Whatever. that was that was a rough stay. Let's talk about something else because oh, that that'll bring back memories. <laughs> Fuck that, <laughs> babe. That was hell. I was there. I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> Just that whole time. You tend to forget that that I was there. It's almost coming up on two years, and yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, I. It's gonna be a bad day. I don't want to think about it. We'll just medicate you. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, for real. Oh, I, I know. I'm yeah. dead serious. That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. Uh, so what do you got for us today? Because this might be a long one, I'm thinking. Um, I don't know. If I kind of rushed at the end so we could get it recorded tonight. But, okay. Um, so we're going to talk about Kelsey Barrett today. I know briefly what you've said before about her uh i was talking to ro yesterday and she's like i know who you're doing tomorrow and i already googled it <laughs> so she knows about <laughs> it um yeah it's so it was a colorado missing mom yeah and uh eventually the colorado bureau of investigation and the fbi went out to interview chris watts to learn more about him and his psyche and all that and then they wanted they actually brought up Kelsey Barrett's fiance, Patrick Frazzi, in the yeah. interview because they were essentially trying to pick Chris Watts' brain as to how you can be a fucking sociopath like that. Yeah, and then just pretend like nothing. Right, like nothing fucking happened. I mean, in... Because when Chris Watts was giving these interviews, this was happening. It was, it was a current case. Yeah, but like for cops, I, I, it's funny that they, 
I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I would go to another criminal and ask them what they're thinking. Because, I mean, to hide something, I, I hid everything. Every yeah. case, like, I learned to... I, you know this. Like, I can't remember any fucking yeah. cases. They didn't ask him what he was thinking so much. Like, they were trying to see if there were similarities between the cases and, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, but, I mean... You just you learn to zone it out. Well, I mean, like sense. I said, it I was, mean, all the cases that I was on yeah, and the dead bodies. It was an and, active case, though, when they were interviewing Chris Watts. Yeah. So I got gotcha. you. I don't know. But I don't know. It seems like a little movie-esque. Is that a word? No. Oh, no. Movie-esque. Esque. Yeah. What does? Like Jodie Foster and fucking like Silence of the Lambs, like going to Hannibal Lecter for advice. They didn't go to him for advice. They were going to interview him about his case and his kids. Yeah, but they brought up. They brought Patrick Frazier. Yeah. yeah. But they weren't like, so why do you think he did it? But, no, it wasn't like that. Yeah, I get it. So. Yeah, you're okay. assuming. I'm just saying, my two cents. Yeah. You don't have to be a dick about it. It doesn't make sense, but okay. Cool. <laughs> wow, what an asshole. I'm just saying. <laughs> Thanks, babe. Love I, you. I'm the one who watched the four-hour-long interview, not you. So I'm pretty sure I know what they were saying versus what you think they were saying. I gotcha. Yeah. All right. Just throwing that out there. All right. Well. Are, are well, you going to spit again, or what are you doing? I'm taking meds. Oh, Okay. All right, you want me to just start then? Yeah, start. Okay. So on Thanksgiving Day, November 22nd of 2018, 29-year-old Kelsey Barrett uh, calls her mom to get the recipe for a family favorite dip that she plans on making for Thanksgiving dinner. What they kind of dip? I don't know. They never said, actually. That's horseshit. Yeah. So uh, she was talking to her mom about, you know, Kelsey being up all night with her fiancé, Patrick, Razi tending to his cows because he had a ranch Ooh. and getting him some medication for his stomach. He had some ulcerations. Where did they live? Colorado, Colorado you said? Yeah. Like what part? So um, it's in, it's by Colorado Springs. Mm. Okay. So close to there. I'll get you the exact but town name. No, it, like it he had a ranch. That sounds my mind. Awesome. His ranch was in, I don't know, I'll find it, but it's, it slipped my mind currently so like i said she was going to get medicine for him um yeah for his stomach issues they plan on having dinner later that evening with patrick's family okay so later that same morning kelsey and kaylee <clears throat> excuse me kaylee would be her and patrick's 14 month old daughter were seen on security footage at a local Safeway grocery store. They were there getting ingredients for the recipe for the dip that her mom was talking about. And this was the last time that Kelsey was seen alive. Interesting. Yeah. So okay. Kelsey, born September 15th, 1989, grew up as a shy child in Moses Lake, Washington. The Barretts were part of the Seventh-day Adventist faith, worshiping at Moses Lake Seventh-day Adventist Church, which is where Kelsey also went to school. Wow, the religious again. Yeah, but it's not like a big part. This is just yeah. mentioned, you know. Um, a childhood friend stated, when you first meet Kelsey, she's super shy and very quiet, but behind that quiet exterior is someone that's very sharp and very intelligent. 
Yeah. She developed a love for aviation at a young age. She attended college to study aviation after becoming a flight instructor in Washington. Hmm, so she was bad. a pilot. She was an actual pilot and then a flight instructor. Not bad. Um, in 2016, Kelsey met a man named Patrick Frazzi on the internet. Hmm. So Patrick Frazzi was born November 1st of 1988 in Colorado Springs, Colorado. There's really not a whole lot about his early life and his family. Um, they don't participate much in this okay. whole incident. Um, he does have a brother named Sean who is a Colorado Springs cop. Hmm. Um, so supposedly Patrick attended the University of Miami earning both a bachelor's degree and a master's degree in we have no idea what. <laughs> um, Good degree. I would assume something business-wise because he was initially an investment banker. Oh, yeah. And a very successful one at that, which allowed him to, you know, buy the ranch. He was a horse trainer and a farrier, which I know I'm the saying fuck it is wrong. That? They, um, they, he, like, shoes horses. Shoes them? Yeah, so he, like, puts the, he, like, oh, trims the their hoof shoe? down and then puts the shoe on. I'm just, I'm thinking of the movie Kingpin. No. Yes. <laughs> like, takes the whole fucking yes. foot yeah. off. So, <laughs> the shoes are off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So, the ranch was in Florissant, Colorado. Okay. And I'm probably saying that wrong, too. Florissant. Yeah. So, after meeting in person, Kelsey decided that she wanted to move to Colorado to be with Patrick. Yeah. He purchased her a studio apartment. He's However... Gotten- He's got money and he's buying a studio apartment for Well, just her? for now. Oh. Yeah. So the night that they arrived in Colorado, because it sounds like they drove her stuff from Washington to Colorado. Right. Um, they got in late, didn't want to move any of the shit in, so they stayed at Patrick's house where he lived with his mother. Hmm. Um, the following morning, his mother referred to uh, Kelsey as a, quote, hooker. <laughs> Well, it's pretty, good job, Mom. That's about all we're going to hear. The damn hooker. Mom, except <laughs> one more thing. Yeah. So Kelsey had a hard time adjusting right after the move. She didn't immediately have a job. She was kind of lonely. There was nobody there that she knew. Uh, she did eventually land a job at DOS Aviation as a flight instructor working with the Air Force. Not bad. So DOS Aviation has since been bought and renamed L3 they did not release any information on Kelsey at all. Just yeah. saying they hoped for a safe return. No. Uh, from what I could find, she started there in July of 2017 and worked for the Pueblo Division, providing initial training to aspiring U.S. military pilots. By all accounts, she was great at her job and got along with everybody. So she's pretty fucking smart. Yeah, sounds, sounds like, like it. Yeah. So Kelsey got pregnant not too long after moving to Colorado. Their daughter, Kaylee, was born on October 5th of 2017. Oh, Kaylee. I know. In May of 2018, Kelsey bought, it's called a condo in most sources, called a townhome in some. So I'll probably just say home from now on. Home. Uh, In Woodland Park, Colorado. So it was cheaper for her to live there, but she did have to travel pretty far, about 60 miles one way to Pueblo for her job. Yeah, so it was like an over an hour drive. Yeah. But she liked it. It was hers. She liked it. So at this point, Kelsey thinks everything is great. She's got, you know, this brand new place. Patrick's living in... They never lived together. 
That's kind of weird. She didn't want to live together until they were married. Wow. Um, so she thought everything was good. Everything's grand. He's a good guy. That's what she's thinking. Yeah. However, he was a dick. Okay. He was shit talking her to everybody that would fucking listen to him. He was saying Why? towards the end of their relationship, he was saying that she was a drunk and she was abusive and, and a hooker. And his mom, yeah, thought she was a hooker. Mm. Plus, he had a girlfriend. Oh, well, oh, yeah. She got in the way. Um. I don't think that's why. No? Yeah, no. You think he was just a player? Uh, I think the girlfriend served a purpose to him, and that was it. Mm. So her name was Crystal Lee Kenny. Her and Patrick met in 2006 at the Teller County Fair, which is in Colorado, while she was working at a guest ranch at Lake George. She was 20 and thought he was tall, handsome, and, quote, a pretty good dude. <laughs> Yeah. That's it's something I would say. It is. It's something like, you would even say for now. You. Yeah, not in 2000. She's a pretty good dude. Yeah, I like her. Nah. She's chill. So they talked on the phone daily, and she would travel from Idaho to Colorado 10 times in 2006 to see him. Wow. At some point, I would have been like, can you fucking drive here? Yeah, right? For real. Hey, dick. Like, or pay can, for my oil change? Yeah. What are you going to do here? Or gas money? It's 11 hours. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck you. No, you're driving here next time. Fuck that. So she always went to him, and he'd actually go days without calling her. So the last time she visited him physically was August 2007. She stated that he asked her to pick up some, quote, things for him on his property, saying it was, quote, not pleasant. Nothing more was elaborated about that. He then avoided her calls, or she avoided his calls for months, excuse me. She started dating another man in 2007. In 2008, Patrick told her she had until March of 2009 to make a decision between him and the new guy, which, first of all, fuck you. Why are you, you're putting a time limit on this? Right. What is happening in March that you need me to make this decision? And (laughs) two, you haven't talked to me in fucking months. Yeah. No. Yeah, sorry, dude. This, this, she's stupid, babe. She's just stupid. <laughs> Everyone's stupid yeah, to you. No, but she's like really stupid. Uh, what'd so she, do? she said she still had feelings for him and she'd never felt that kind of chemistry before. However, she chose the other guy, got engaged in July of 2010, and they were married October 2nd of 2010. Now, Patrick called her the day before her wedding, trying to talk her out of it, saying that he could, quote, rescue her. Okay. Crystal said she was torn because she was still in love with Patrick. Mm. I love him. Because she's stupid. Yeah. I love him. She ended up marrying dude anyways. They had a son in 2012 and a daughter in 2014. They began speaking via text message in January 2013, but she had not seen him in person since 2008. They spoke over the phone, actually, in 2015 when her and her husband started having issues. Yeah. They met up in person in October of 2015, or 2015, slept together, and an affair started. Hmm. They met up again in early 2016. He encouraged her to get a divorce. Yeah. February of 2016, she had divorce papers drawn up, but she never filed them. In March of 2016, she found out she was pregnant by Patrick. 
He responded with, quote, I guess you're a baby killer or you're not. What? Yeah. So she ended up having an abortion, but told Patrick it was... Shmishmortion. Told Patrick it was a miscarriage. Hmm. She did tell him she'd file the divorce paperwork that she had drawn up, but she was worried about her kids. So in May of 2016, she filed the divorce paperwork. Okay. He did not contact her again until October of 2017. Okay. So my note says, dickbag didn't talk to her again. Yeah. So. um, Good note. In late October of 2017, he texted her asking her if she still liked her kids. (laughs) No, I got tired of them. (laughs) I fucking hate them right now. What? (laughs) Out of nowhere. Hey. Still like them babies? Uh, I guess. What the fuck? Some days. What is wrong with you? <laughs> right. But here's the thing. She's fucking stupid. Because she said that she felt very happy to reconnect and they started talking again. Bitch, he asked you if you liked your kids. Yeah, after that like text or whatever it was. Later, dude. Yeah. No. <laughs> You're not a good dude anymore. <laughs> so now at this point, he mentions nothing about... Kelsey, his fiance. Yeah. Or his daughter who was born three fucking weeks prior. Yeah, this guy's uh... so uh in March of twenty eighteen, they met up in Colorado to shoe horses and look at land. He again made no mention of Kelsey or Kaylee. At the end of June two thousand and eighteen, they or excuse me. Crystal went to Colorado to meet with some former co-workers and eventually Patrick. Yeah. He blew her off at first, but then had her come over to help fix a fence. What the fuck? Do you see where the stupid part is coming in? Yeah, I get it now. Okay. So she ended up going out to dinner with a former boss of hers who was like, hey, how about Patrick and his kid? (laughs) (laughs) She had no idea. And he brought her up. Record screech. Yeah. (laughs) He brought it up because Patrick was telling everybody he didn't have any help with the baby. What the Because fuck? he's telling everybody that Kelsey's a drunk yeah. and she's abusing the baby. Yeah. Wow. So in September. This dude's a winner. Oh, yeah. He's in a September wiener. of 2018, Patrick told Crystal that Kelsey was an alcoholic and abusing the baby. Mm. He wanted, she said, quote, he wanted Kelsey to not be a problem anymore. And then asked her what combination of meds might kill someone. Because, by the way, Crystal's a nurse. What the fuck? She's a nurse. Yeah. She's probably that one you had the other day. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, again. I, I, I went off on. Yeah. Never in my life have I gone off on a nurse or a doctor. And, oh, my God. It's a long story. That it's we, a long yeah. story, but I ended up fucking almost getting arrested. Yeah. And we'll leave it at that. But, yeah, yeah, C words were dropped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now to our nurse friends listening, let me just throw right. this out there. Um, so uh, being a paramedic, I've obviously been talked to like a complete fucking dick bag. Now, Mark's and reaction I, to this nurse. I was having some yes. psychological issues. Mark's reaction to this nurse was his reaction to the way that he was being treated and the right. way that he was being spoken to, which I can attest to because I was on the phone. 
And this, of course, was the hospital where I had my fucking surgery. And the paramedics ended up having no choice but to take me here. If I spoke to my patients in the manner that he was spoken to or treated in the manner that he was treated in, i.e. being left in a room after being refused, after the nurse refused to treat him, um, I would lose my job. So that's what happened. Yeah. So C words were... Was, were thrown yeah. around and I was basically booted. No, no, they left you in a fucking back room to rot with no fucking call button. Yeah, so yeah. I fucking got so up that's and how left. That <laughs> I no, I had to I had to call triage. Yeah, I know. So, because when you tell the nurse that your legs don't work and she's like, What the fuck do you mean? Yeah. Uh, I mean my legs don't work. Yeah, I can't fucking walk. So bitch i have no fucking feeling yeah so anyways now we're getting off on a tangent so all of our nurse friends now i don't think you can say that well i'm i'm saying it now i called her the c word i called her a cunt the charge nurse so now she fucking flipped through her through the fucking syringe fucking went awol said i refuse to treat you and did and dead so you were left in a back room i told her to get fucked as she walked out yeah (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never have I imagined I would do that. No. But. <sighs> now, we love nurses. Yes. I, yes. Obviously. I, I mean, the we nurses. very close with them. N- nurses saved my life. Yes. So I never imagined I would have to fucking do that. Yeah. But. It was 100% in reaction <sighs> to the way you were being treated. Yeah, it, it was. It was fucking ridiculous. I mean, I'm an asshole, and even I'm not like that with patients. Yeah, I know. So. I know. Yeah. Her and her fucking painted on eyebrows. Now, at this point, he's still shit-talking her, Kelsey, to anyone who would listen, and he's telling people that they're no longer together. However, he forgot to tell Kelsey that. So she still thinks they're together. Mm. Yeah. Um, He was listed as the beneficiaries on all of her life insurance policies, It's not super pertinent, but I felt the need to put it in there because his brother, Sean, would later testify that Patrick was having financial issues. The siblings were involved in a legal battle over their late father's assets that had an estimated value of $400,000. Now, lawyers had um, approached Kelsey and questioned her about Frazzy in regards to this. But they also found paperwork that showed he defaulted on a $70,000 loan. He was supposed to be paying Kelsey $700 monthly for child support, and the last payment was $150 short. So now he was paying child support because they didn't live together. They're together, according to Kelsey, but they didn't live together. Right. So now he starts to plan Kelsey's murder. Oh, geez. Mm -hmm. And he wants his girlfriend to do it. So I feel like this what is... What a fucking yeah. tool. I feel like this is the purpose that she served, that that's the he, only yeah. reason. This dude deserves to get caught. Yeah. I feel like that's the only if reason he's talking If you can't do it yourself, fuck you. Mm-hmm. You're a fucking turd. So his first plan was he wanted Crystal to spike a caramel macchiato. Don't fuck with my Starbucks. Yeah. So she was supposed to spike the coffee with, with sedatives. Or Visine. Yeah, which we found out. Yeah. Yeah. So she was going to knock on the door and pretend to be a new neighbor, which she did. And she gave her coffee without the sedatives. Do you want to know what she said? What? Quote, 
I didn't want to harm Kelsey. I wanted to form an opinion of her. What? Dude, this chick. And then ends up telling Patrick that she just couldn't bring herself to do it. So Patrick called her the next day and was like, so why the fuck is Kelsey still alive? (laughs) And Crystal said, I just, I couldn't bring myself to do it. Yeah. Grow some balls, do it yourself. So a couple weeks later, he brings her a metal pipe. (laughs) And tells her to hit Kelsey in the head with it. Because that's easier than Starbucks? It was Mr. Green with a candlestick. But that's easier than Starbucks? Right. Visine! This fucking dimwit drives to Kelsey's house. And again, couldn't bring herself to do it. So she drove to Patrick's house and left the pipe in his driveway. He called her again and asked, why the fuck is she still alive and why is this pipe in my fucking driveway? (laughs) And she said, well, I I couldn't do it. So this time he brings her a bat. Oh, my God. Why are we escalating? We're not de-escalating. Right. So she can't can't do it with the fucking coffee, so you give her a bat. And then tells her to, quote, swing away. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to be able to. So she, again... Went to fucking Kelsey's house and sat outside and refused to do it. Killing someone is, I mean, it's personal. Yeah, especially when they give you a metal pipe and a fucking but baseball there's, bat. But there's a difference. Pulling a trigger from a distance. Right. And then up close and actually either stabbing or beating a person to death. That's personal. Right. Right. And she couldn't bring herself to do it with a cup of coffee. So you give her a fucking Exactly. And you think she's going to do that. Yeah. Dude, what a fucking tool. So then um, she says, quote, he told me he was going to hold my feet to the fire. That if something happened to his daughter, it was on me. It was my fault. So Crystal at no point in time went to the fucking police. Because she said she didn't want to get him in trouble. Yeah. (laughs) She said she was in fear of her own safety and, quote, I didn't want to. Yeah, I didn't want to get him in trouble. He was a good parent. He was was, a good dude. I was hoping it would just go away. (laughs) What? Ma'am, he handed you a bat. (laughs) Right. Like he handed you a bat and told you to swing away at the mother of his child. What what part do you think is going to go away? Right. Just wondering. So... November 4th, 2018, Patrick called Crystal and said he was just going to handle this on his own. About fucking time, dude. Yeah. So on November 22nd of 2018, Kelsey and the baby went to the store around 12.30 p.m. They were seen in the video. After getting home, the baby was put in a back room of Kelsey's home. He, Patrick, came over. And he told Kelsey he wanted to try and play, like, a little romantic game. Yeah. So he tied a sweater around her face, blindfolding her. And he was having her smell candles to guess the scent. (laughs) This was his plan. Okay. Now, she trusted him. Right? They're together. So after a couple candles, he uh, picked up the baseball bat. And he hit Kelsey in the back of the head. Jesus Christ. He then proceeded to beat the ever-loving fuck out of her. He did not kill her instantly because Crystal will testify later that her 
Kelsey's last words were, please stop. Jesus. The baby is home. Okay. He beats the fuck out of her. Yeah. You'll find out later, like, how bad. Um, with the bat. Baby's in the house. And then Patrick calls Crystal to tell her he took care of it. And she, quote, has a mess to clean up. What a tool. <laughs> so this, again, fucking dimwit. Yeah. Drove from her home in Idaho to Colorado. It was an 11-hour drive, and she borrowed a car from her friend to make this drive. She packed the car full of her own cleaning supplies, including bleach, gloves, shoe covers, hairnet, a whole-ass white decon suit. (laughs) Well, she she is a nurse. clearly got from work, right, Um, and other cleaning supplies. When she arrived in Colorado... I would have charged her with theft, just to be a dick. <laughs> no. When she arrived in Colorado, she picked up the keys from Patrick's ranch and drove over by Kelsey's house, but parked at a local community center and walked to Kelsey's. No, Nobody noticed you carrying the buckets of cleaning supplies? Yeah, right. I, no. What? So, then she says, quote... Part of me was scared he had really done it. Bitch, read the room you just walked into. (laughs) Right. You said that so calmly, too. She said it was an absolute fucking bloodbath. Jesus. That there was blood in the living room where the majority of it was on the hardwood floor in there. But there was blood everywhere. There was blood spatter on the walls that was taller than her. It was on the baby's stuffed animals and toys, an exercise ball, the sink, the stove, the dishwasher, towel racks, and like I said, the majority of it was on the hardwood floor in the living room. he thought he was in the big leagues. He asked Crystal if she could look for a tooth that fell in the vent. This guy is a fucking... He knocked a tooth out with a bat. Now, at this point in time... I feel like the damage is done. You've made the drive. You've walked in. You're like, fuck. Okay, he actually did this. Yeah. And then this fuckface calls you and asks you to look for a tooth in a vent? Right. What? At what point do you go, mm, this is a little much. Yeah. It's a little much for me. But in the 11-hour drive, you, didn't you think, couldn't have fucking right. looked yourself? No, 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 no. <laughs> he, he left. He went home. He oh, went home. my God, yeah. this guy. So she cleaned for three or four hours, later stating that she intentionally left some splat, spots of blood for investigators to find. Oh, my God. Uh, I just Dude, think she was already shitty a, at it. You're a fucking accessory to... Yeah, it, I just like, think she was... I, I just think she was shitty at cleaning. So she said, quote, I shut the door and stood there. I was thinking about how bad it, it was and how it was bad. And how I was probably next. I didn't know what to do. Call the police. Yeah. The 911. The, the police. You know what you shouldn't do? Drive to Sonic to get food and get caught on the fucking camera through the drive through fixing your hair while you're waiting for your fries. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. But Sonic is fucking delicious. Well, Patrick had to eat. She had to feed her man. She had to feed her man. So then he asked Crystal. Can you take note of that, babe? Yeah. 
No. Uh -uh. You said you could fucking drive the other day. You go get it. So then he asked Crystal if she would take Kelsey's body back to Idaho. This is when she says no, by the way. This is Finally. Where, this is where she puts her foot down and she's like, no, no. Holy shit. About fucking time. Too much. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. So the two went and got gasoline. And then there's some speculations that we'll get into in a little bit. Mm. So Patrick did have Crystal go back you to said Idaho. That really sexy. Ew. Um, back to Idaho and had her bring Kelsey's purse and phone. So he was instructing her to text Kelsey's mom and employer. On November 23rd, multiple text messages were sent to and from Patrick's phone and Kelsey's phone. Um, we're assuming most of them were from Patrick on Crystal's phone. Random texts about running, shopping. And then he gets a text supposedly from Kelsey's phone that says, Quote, actually, do you mind keeping Kaylee tonight? Sorry, I'm really tired and stressed out. Call me in the morning when you guys wake up. He responds with, quote, sure, I don't mind. What's going on? Are you okay? Do you need anything or can I do anything? She replies with, quote, no, I'm fine. Just worn out. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Now, on November 24th, there's multiple text messages, again, between Kelsey's phone and Patrick's phone. And they're just random, like, Bullshit conversation, text messages. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, he sends a text message to her phone that says, quote, if this is truly what you want, I'll respect your wishes and give you space. Let me know if you change your mind. I'll leave you alone now. You can call me when you decide what you want to do. What? And then a, a text comes from her phone that says, quote, do you love me? He responds on his phone, quote, why would I bend over backwards and stand behind you through everything if I didn't? So the answer to your question. How the fuck has he bent bun over backwards? Yes, I do. He's trying to, to play it up that she did something wrong. That's, and she took off. That's what he's trying to do. So at some point on the 24th, Kelsey's mom, Cheryl, receives a text message from Kelsey's phone that says, quote, mom, I'll call you tomorrow. Yeah. On the 25th, I believe. I'm sorry. On 11... Man, you slammed that down sorry. hard. On November 25th, Raymond Sebring, who was Kelsey's supervisor, received a text um, saying that she was going to need the entire week off because her grandmother was sick. Yeah. He did say that he also got a text message from her on Thanksgiving, just wishing him a happy Thanksgiving, but there were no exclamation points or emojis, so it was kind of odd to him. Mm. He also said it's not super unusual for his employees to call off via text, but not like this and not for a week. Yeah. So um, so it was later determined that these texts were actually from Kelsey's phone, uh, and, but the phone was pinging 600 miles away near Gooding, Idaho. At the same time, Crystal is texting her friends to kind of prove that she was in Idaho. Right. And some of the texts said, quote, I'm drunk. Can I sleep at your house? Yeah. So, December 2nd of 2018, Cheryl, Kelsey's mom, can't get a hold of her and has not heard from her. Now, she got a text message from her on the 25th saying, I'll call you tomorrow. Yeah. Like, you know, not a big deal. Yeah. So, she calls Patrick. He tells uh, Kelsey's mom that him and Kelsey broke up on Thanksgiving and that she wasn't taking it well but agreed to 50-50 custody and then started with quote, here's the story. 
and told Crystal a 20-minute long spiel of false statements, misrepresentations, and calculated omissions. Hmm. So she's like, well, go to her fucking house and check on her. Yeah. And he said, well, I I don't think she'll want to see me. And Cheryl's like, don't give a fuck. Go knock on her goddamn door. Like, seriously. Because now he has the baby at this point. Wow. Yeah. So he says he has to check on his cows. (laughs) And then I'll go over there. Mm -hmm. They're important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Real important. So December 3rd, uh, Cheryl calls the Woodland Park Police Department to do a well-being check. It's confirmed at that point that obviously dipshit did not go check on her on Kelsey. He was too busy with his cows. Yeah. So the house was empty and it appeared everything had not been touched. So Kelsey officially reports her Kelsey's mom, excuse me, officially reports her missing. And her, her husband and Kelsey's brother Clint get on a plane and fly out to Colorado. Yeah. Now, hang on. I have to get past these. Page uh, flipping. Well, yeah, but then Jack's drooling a bunch of my shit. <laughs> Did you see me over there, like, trying to not? Yeah, yeah. I know. So, Woodland Park Police Corporal Dina Curran was the one who took Cheryl's call for the well-being check. When she went to the house and found that there was no answer, she called Kelsey. No answer. This time, she called Patrick. She called him at 1.50 p.m., and recorded the 15-minute-long conversation on her body cam. Yeah. This is the only recorded conversation that Patrick has. Wow. The only one. So, thank God she had the presence of mind. Yeah. So, she asked Patrick when he last spoke to Kelsey, and he said he spoke to her on November 24th, the previous Sunday. They had talked about how their relationship wasn't working, and the stress of work was starting to get to Kelsey more. So he returned her car and house keys and her gun. What? Yeah. He then said that he was going to give her space for her to figure out what she wanted to do, if she wanted to find a place in Washington, Idaho, or Pueblo. And then he said that Kelsey had been to rehab for depression and alcohol abuse. She had not. That was a bold-faced bullshit fucking lie. He then told the officer that he received a text message on November 29th saying that Kelsey's phone had expired, which I don't know what the fuck that means. How does your phone expire? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Boost Mobile, maybe? No, they had Verizon, and that comes up later. So he um, expressed absolutely no concern whatsoever for her well-being. No. Not a fucking word. Not surprised. Shocking. Uh, Okay, now i got to find out where I was. Okay, so the police end up going over to Kelsey's house that day, and they're searching her house December 3rd, 4th, and 6th. Yeah. Now, December 3rd, when her mom and her brother and her father get in, they spend the night at her place. Yeah. And they find out when they get there that things are are odd. So they were able to get in December 4th, that the next morning, And noticed that um, the thermostat was set at 72, which is very warm for what Kelsey liked. Yeah. The garbage cans were full and the cans were not where they normally are. Also, there was a pan of cinnamon rolls on the stove that were, they're assuming, from Thanksgiving morning because that's what Kelsey was making when she was on the phone with her mom. There was also film from cleaning supplies everywhere, including the TV, love seat, and stove. There was also... 
a dirty broom on her bed? But Whoa. that's what you forgot? Yeah. Her laundry wasn't done, and there were dirty uniforms on the floor. All of her luggage was in the loft. And there was a photo of Patrick and Kelsey face down. One. Just one. What? Just one. What? Now... While this is happening, Patrick is having kind of an off-the-record meeting with the FBI and the CBI because they were called in immediately. Woodland yeah. Park PD was like, we are not fucking doing this alone. Yeah. Called in everybody right away. So they met Patrick at a Colorado Springs restaurant, and they asked him for his phone, which he willingly turned over. Yeah. Do you see the... The drawings? The drawings, Yeah. Hello, my name is Simon, oh and I like to do drawings. Yeah. So, December 6th of 2018, Kelsey's family uh, says that she wouldn't just take off. It's not like her. This is when her brother Clint is using the bathroom, and he notices what could be blood on or around the toilet. So, the police come back. Because yeah. when they were there, the third and the fourth, they really weren't using a fine-tooth comb. They were really just looking for big things that would point to where Kelsey had gone. Yeah. So at this point now, uh, they call the police, and the police get a warrant and ask her family to please leave while they can do what they need to do. They also asked if they had used any cleaning supplies while they were there, and they're like, no, just fucking dish soap, you know? So after her brother found the blood they executed the search warrant and found blood in the bathroom but found more there was some on the towel rack the door handle the ceiling and other parts of the bathroom Uh, the blood matched kelsey's dna profile but there was also presence of an unknown man and an unknown woman and they're at this point assuming that the unknown male dna is most likely frazzy's yeah they're also executing a warrant for phone records and discovered that Patrick and Kelsey's phones were together when the first round of texts and calls were made. And that by November 25th, Crystal and Kelsey's phones were together at the Colorado-Utah border. Mm. Quote, it is reasonable to assume that Kenny, that's Crystal, yeah. was likely in possession of Kelsey's cellular telephone. That's what they put in the warrant. Mm. So... I got to that part, the Woodland Park Police. So a cadaver dog on the 6th actually hit on the bumper of Kelsey's car. Mm. Nowhere else, just there. On December 5th of 2018, Patrick went to the shared credit union that they had and asked for surveillance photos of him using the ATM on November 22nd. Yeah. He told the teller that he needed it because his fiance had broken up with him the day before and he needed a timeline of events for November 22nd and that they were going to discuss custody, which the teller was like, why the fuck do I care? Yeah. You know, she thought it was weird, but she gave him the videos, the Mm. pictures. On December 10th. It's kind of weird that they would. Yeah. On December 10th, 2010, Woodland Park PD, along with Kelsey's family, hold a press conference. They talk about how the department is working with several, several outside agencies, including the FBI, the CBI, which is the Colorado Bureau of Investigation, and officials in Gooding, Utah. Patrick is cooperating, but refused to attend the press conference. And when reporters asked the the police chief why, they're like, I don't know, got to fucking ask him. We don't know. 
So on December 11th, they release the video footage of Kelsey and Kaylee at the Safeway so everybody can see what she's wearing. At the same time, Patrick goes into a Woodland Park Verizon store. Per the employee, he was nervous, paranoid, and sketchy, and at one point said, quote, don't believe what they're saying about me. And the employee thought this was odd what? because he didn't know who the fuck yeah. he was. Who, who are you? Had no idea who the fuck he was. Because, you know, it's, it's news at this point, but it's a younger guy. He's like, I don't fucking know who you right. are. Like, what, what are you talking about? The fuck is he going to care? So he said that Patrick was concerned about people accessing his phone and wanted to change the pin code for the whole account. He also wanted to know if someone could get information from a destroyed phone. Yep. Now, the employee told him, no, I can't change your PIN code. Like, you have to contact Verizon Corporate. Yeah. Which he helped Patrick do. Mm-hmm. Verizon Corporate was like, hmm, no. No, we're not doing that for you. Fuck you. Well, I I'm assuming at they, this point is because the phone had, records had yeah. already been subpoenaed. Yeah. So that's my guess. Is right. They and they obviously didn't that, give yeah. him a reason. They just told him no. Uh, but after he was told that, he became visibly shaken, upset, and nervous. He had the baby with him, too, by the way, which bothers me. Yeah. Um, December 13th of 2018. That's her anniversary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cheryl speaks Thanks to... Thanks for rem- rem- reminding me. You don't forget. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. So Cheryl gives an interview with NBC just saying that, you know... Um, Kelsey wouldn't run away. They checked with her work because obviously she's a pilot. So they checked with her work to make sure that like no planes were taken out. There wasn't any flight plans, anything like that. Right. Well, Patrick's attorney at the same time is countering her interview. Really? His name is Jeremy Lowe. And he told NBC that Patrick was being cooperative, turning over uh, his cell voluntarily and giving DNA swabs. He also said that Patrick did not attend the press conference because he had just found out about it an hour prior. You're a fucking liar. Sure. Uh, Followed by, also, I advised him to not speak publicly. Okay, then say that that's why he didn't go. say that. Leave it at that. Right. (laughs) On December 14th of 2018, a search warrant was executed at Patrick's house. Ooh. He was on the property at the time, but not under arrest. Yeah. His attorney released a statement saying, quote, We encourage law enforcement to take whatever steps it deems necessary to find Kelsey Barrett and to be able to exclude Patrick Frazzi as a possible suspect in their missing person investigation. Mr. Frazzi will continue not to participate in any interviews with the media and instead focus on parenting the child he shares with Miss Barrett. Okay. On December 16th of 2018, the search warrant at his house is completed. Yeah. Uh, they found some floral sheets that they thought belonged to Kelsey. They also found some custody documents yeah. dated for December 12th, talking about five people who could provide medical care for Kaylee in the event it was needed. Hmm. And Kelsey was nowhere on those documents. Interesting. Probably because he knew she was dead. Yeah. Yeah. Want to know what else they found? What? Four teeth in an envelope. Oh, my God. One of them was the whole ass tooth with the with the root on it. Ooh. A whole fucking tooth. Man. He Dude, shattered he was, her face. He was fucking her up. He shattered her fucking face. What a piece of shit. The whole fucking tooth. And why are you keeping them? Yeah. For the fucking tooth fairy? <laughs> Babe. <laughs> 
It's four dollars right I, there. They're, they're just in a fucking envelope. No big deal. Yeah. What? Why? Dude, people are stupid. I. Four teeth. He just. Criminals mm-hmm. fucking kill me. Picked him up and put him in a fucking envelope and brought him home. Because they were at her house. He brought them home. Mm. Ugh. So, also on December 15th, uh, police asked Cheryl if they can change the locks on Kelsey's home so they can have custody of the property. Obviously, she allows them to. Um, They also, there's um, an investigator, Investigator Adam, I believe is his last name. He ends up logging onto her Wi-Fi because, you know, they have custody of her home and everything that's in it for her mother. Looks at her Google searches. Because, like, okay, well, let's see if she took off somewhere. Mm-hmm. No. She was Googling a movie, and then she Googled um, how to ease the pain of an ulcer and what kind of stomach medications would help. So she was wow. Googling shit for him to get his fucking medicine. Nothing in her email. Yeah. Nothing. So December, I'm skipping, I'm going back a day, I'm sorry. December 14th of 2018, FBI agents find Crystal at a national rodeo event in Las Vegas. She said she had a feeling they were coming because her ex had called her and let them know that they were at the house the night before. Yeah. So she initially lied to the FBI. She told them that she didn't know who Barrett was and she hadn't talked to Patrick in a month and a half. And then says, "Eh, okay, I lied. We were there. I, I was there looking at horses, and we were looking at land. Right. Mm, okay. So two days later, she comes back from Vegas. The day after that, the FBI and the CBI come to her home with a warrant for uh, buccal. Am I saying that right? Buccal swabs. Yeah. Buckle. Buckle swabs. That's Sorry. What we would call them. Buckle uh, swabs. They then pretty much call her out on her bullshit. Yeah. They're like, "We know you're fucking lying," and she immediately was like, "Yeah, I was." She then agrees on the 17th unofficially to cooperate them, but would like to hire an attorney first. Yeah. On December 20th, she provides a full statement to the FBI and the CBI and the PD. So all of the details regarding Kelsey's death came from Crystal. Gotcha. Because he supposedly told her everything he did verbatim, and then obviously she went there and cleaned it. Right. So the investigators then took her to Kelsey's home, Nash Ranch, which is somewhere where Patrick worked a lot, mm-hmm. and Patrick's Ranch. They, she showed them a burn pile because at this point she had told them that the night after the murder, or excuse me, the night of the murder, that she had gone back to Patrick's Ranch and they had retrieved a bag that Patrick had put on like a hay bale. Yeah. They put it in the horse trough, filled it with gasoline, and lit it on fire. Now, she said she couldn't be certain that Kelsey was in the bag because she didn't look in the bag. But yeah. come on, you fucking idiot. Yeah, right. Uh, they then burned a bat and the uh, some more evidence that was part of it. Yeah. So while they're going through this burn pile, they find a piece of a tooth. Mm. Poor Kelsey and her teeth. Yeah. So he beat the fuck out of he her beat, face. He beat the fuck out of her face. Yes. So Crystal admitted to, quote, destroying, mutilating, concealing, removing, and or altering physical evidence, believing that an official proceeding was pending or about to be instituted. Obviously. So Kelsey is then arrested and charged with felony accessory to murder. 
On December 21st of 2018, Patrick Frazzi is arrested at approximately 7 a.m. Nice. Police Chief uh, Miles DeYoung, the Woodland Park Police Chief Miles DeYoung, announced during a press conference that through multiple interviews, they had enough information to not only implicate Frazzi in Kelsey's murder, but to obtain a warrant for his arrest. Good. A multi-jurisdictional task force executed the arrest warrant with no problems. On December 22nd of 2018, Kaylee was put in protective custody, but she was eventually reunited with Kelsey's mom. December 26th of 2018, Patrick meets with the Teller County Department of Human Services. Yeah. Uh, They said they wanted to go speak with him about his parenting style with Kaylee because now obviously she's in protective custody. Right, right. Now, eventually, his public defender tries to get this thrown out because he was not read his Miranda rights, and there were multiple questions throughout the interview that related to the murder more than Uh, he felt was necessary. Yeah. It didn't get thrown out. Really? No. I'm kind of surprised by that. Mm -mm. On December 27th of 2018. I mean, man, that bothers me. It couldn't have been. Now, what was said in the interview wasn't very detailed, but I can't imagine that they asked so did you kill her but still anything related to do do you realize that in some cases we mirandized witnesses and victims oh i'm sure yeah and i mean because you never know like what they're gonna say or where that interview is gonna go so we would i mean i've done it many times to to victims and witnesses from what i could see it wasn't thrown out wow so on december 27th of 2018 There's an emergency hearing for custody of Kaylee. This is the first time that Kelsey's mom actually sees Patrick since all of this happened. And being the shitball that he is, he won't even look at her. Yeah. Cheryl is awarded custody of Kaylee. On December 31st of 2018, uh, Patrick Frazzi is officially charged with two counts of first-degree murder, three counts of solicitation to commit murder, and one count of tampering with a deceased human body. On February 8th of 2019, Crystal is charged with one felony count of evidence tampering, which she pleads guilty to as part of a plea bargain that they give her to in um, exchange for testifying against Patrick. So she goes from accessory to evidence tampering. Should have charged her with the fucking theft. I know. Right? The whole ass fucking decon suit. I, just to be a dick. I wonder Fuck if you. she wore it. You're charged with fucking theft. Yeah. I wonder if she wore it. She used Windex to clean the fucking couch. So something tells me she wasn't smart enough to put the fucking decon suit on. Right. Yeah. Windex true. is blue. On a couch? <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 You have bleach, dipshit. <sighs> Stupid. Criminals are, babe. Yeah. So, uh... Back up a little bit, January 4th, Kelsey's family files a wrongful death suit against Patrick. I only put it in here at this time because on February 15th, they amended the wrongful death suit, stating that they feel that Patrick committed the murder because he was concerned about custody. Hmm. So, I don't know. PD, at this point, has two theories that either Patrick killed her on his own just because he yeah. wanted to yeah. or he killed her with an accomplice in a robbery attempt because he was financially fucked essentially hmm. so but then they file for the custody you know for custody saying that he would he would want I don't know 
because it, yeah. Kelsey and her family thought that they were together. Yeah. So I, yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, so February 26th of 2019, a landfill called Midway Landfill was searched by waste management after being contacted in January by CBI. They found nothing. At the end of October of 2019, jury selection and the trial begins in Cripple Creek, Colorado. On November 18th of 2019, Patrick is found guilty on all counts and is sentenced to life without parole plus 156 years. Good deal. Crystal's sentencing was to be, it was suspended until after Frazzi's yeah. um, trial. So she was sentenced to three years in January of 2020. However, three years. it gets worse. So her attorney was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You guys were looking at the wrong statute. Like, she, the max sentence that she should get for this is 18 months. Oh, dude. So they go, mm, fuck, you're right. So at this point now, what would have been an 18-month release date had passed. So, so she was let out of jail. Time credit served. Mm-hmm. So they fucking real. Still have not and our found our criminal justice system is yeah. fucking awesome. They still have not found Kelsey's remains. They don't know. Obviously, not going to. No. Um, Crystal gave him as much information as she possibly could. Yeah. Obviously, she's the reason the whole case broke. But, yeah. Um, no, you're. She's gone. Patrick hasn't said a word. Kind of surprises me because not a word. He was a tool, and the only uh, you would think he would just be blah, 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 to yeah. everybody. No, the only taped conversation was that, and I should have looked cam. because I don't know if in Colorado you have to be notified that you're being recorded. But she recorded on her body cam over the phone. That's the only recorded statement that he ever ever gave. Yeah. Now he just sits in fucking jail, rots there where he should. Yep. Wow, that's he interesting. beat the fuck out of her face. Yeah. A whole tooth. That's personal. That's up close and personal to but do why, something like, like what that. What the fuck did she do to you? Right. Nothing. What do you... Uh, dude. So now it comes down to, like, he was the beneficiary. Yeah. Did he need money that bad? He could have, yeah. Fucking ask. Right. <laughs> Ask her for it. <laughs> right. Because she'll probably fucking give it to you. She thought you guys were engaged. And yeah. Getting married and having this grand old life. Right. And so she probably fucking mm-hmm. would have given it. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Which is worse. And I, I really think that the only reason he reached back out to Crystal Cunny was to get her to fucking do this. Oh, yeah. Because he started. Without a doubt. He started talking about killing her in September. Yeah. So, I mean, he, you know, he texts her. First, he texts her, do you still like your kids? Which fucking kills me. But they text for, you know, 10 months. He gets back in her good fucking graces. And then he's like, hey, you want to murder my fiance? That she didn't even know about? (laughs) Right. (laughs) But she she helped. Yeah. In 18 months. Wow. She helped. Why? What possesses you to do that? Okay. Stupidity. So... Here, it's not like they were together, and he. Not that this makes it any better, but it's not like they were together. And he's like, "Okay, so I have a mistress. Let's kill her." Because then I'd be it, all in. Yeah. Like, hand me the bat. Let's go. Right. It, there so, would be some sense to it. Right. Right. But 
he doesn't talk to you. He treats you like shit. He makes you have an abortion. Smishmortion. He makes you get divorced and then doesn't talk to you for over a fucking year. And then the first time he talks to you, he says, do you still like your kids? Right. Like a scare tactic. Yeah. And then what the tells fuck? her, well, this is how you're going to do it and gets pissed off at her when she can't. I mean, normal people cannot beat other people with a metal fucking pipe. Right. It's personal. So when, mm. when you're quote-unquote boyfriend hands you a baseball bat and says to swing away I, mm, yeah. sweetie think about your choices <laughs> right. think about your choices please. <laughs> so you have to think that she drove in three separate fucking times to try and kill kelsey dude that's too much the work. fourth time that she drove that in was to clean up the work. house fuck that 11 hours too much work 11 hours when you don't even see your boyfriend he just leaves you a fucking bat right come pick that and the keys up cool what the fuck too much and she says she made a statement that she lives with her punishment every day oh i'm sure she does bitch so not only are you stupid you clearly can't clean because i do not believe you that you left blood spots for the investigators to find. Right. Because you know what they didn't find? The fucking blood spots that you said you left. Right. Dipshit. Mm. Oh, my God. Wow. This was an interesting one. Yeah. She's stupid. Yeah. Love ain't that fucking blind. No. No. Not at all. But, like, I mean, if you came to me and you were like, hey, could you, like, hit somebody with a bat? I'd be like, yeah. Right. Totally. Right. 100%. Yeah. You and I see each other every day, though. I don't have to drive 11 exactly. hours to come see you. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, we could get our own Starbucks right down the street. But. True that. I, I just, I don't get it. And I, I hate the fact that he hasn't said anything. I feel like that's you being yeah, a coward. It is. You can't get sentenced again. You can't get tried again. Right. Give the family some fucking closure yep. and let them know where their child yeah, is. You're exactly right. Give them their peace and their closure. And what, then what are they supposed fucking to do? Rot. Bury the fucking teeth that you collected and put in an envelope? You've been convicted. You're not getting out of fucking jail. Right. Give them their child. I don't understand that. It's uh, like a power thing, I feel like, because that's the one last thing that he has control over. Is yeah, where her, it, and there's probably no be. way to recover her body at this point. Right. But fucking but at least say so they that. know. Yeah. Say that. Uh, yeah, it could be a power thing or just could be he's a fucking... Coward? Yeah, or just a fucking goof. Fucking stupid. I don't know what makes people think that way. No, I don't... I don't... I don't know. I really don't. Oh, so his mom, by the way, I totally forgot. So the only other thing you hear about his mom is that she's called to testify. Yeah. And she invokes her Fifth Amendment right and has absolutely no cooperation or participation in the investigation. It's her baby. You baby's stupid. Yep, but it's her baby. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this was good. Yeah. This was an interesting one. I could have gone a lot farther. A lot further. Yeah. But we wanted to record tonight, so. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. All right, babe. Um, Good story. Uh, he will rot in jail, which uh, he good. should. Good. So fuck him. Um, Just tell us where she's at. Yeah. 
give the family closure. That's what kills me. Like, you did it. The damage is done. We know you fucking did it. Just tell us where she's at. Just give closure. Yeah. Is it that fucking hard? Apparently. Yeah. Dick. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Why don't you tell the peeps where they can find us? Oh, you know what you didn't tell anybody? What? We have an international listener. We do. Yeah. We do. We do. We're cool. So From the UK. Shout out to the UK. We are on Instagram at DDUP underscore podcast. We are on Twitter at DDUP podcast. Why did you have brain fart? We're on Facebook as Death to Us Part. Yep. We have our website, which I haven't touched, so don't go look at it until tomorrow. Um, DDUPpodcast.com. And then we have our Patreon page. Yes. Which is actually uh, patreon.com slash Death to Us Part 1. Yes. And there's different tiers. Yep. And, I mean, there's stuff that goes along with it. Yeah, so it's so not like you're just paying for nothing. We have two patreons right now so they're going to be getting a bonus episode here soon so uh, essentially that's an episode that only those two are going to get it's going to be posted on patreon you can only have access to it through the patreon page yep so so and uh, they're fairly cheap what five five ten and twenty yeah so for 20 bucks we'll come sit at your fucking kitchen table and tell a story we'll fucking talk it on your couch yeah and I'll give my autograph because I everybody, feel like people okay, need. Nobody I, wants your autograph, but everybody wants us to do a live show. Yeah, I know. That's like everybody come soon. does. We, we got to figure out YouTube. What do we even talk? Like, what story would we even do? Okay, I don't know. so if you guys want a live show, we'll we'll do one live show. Yeah. That's not part of Patreon. Yeah, I agree. But tell us what you want to hear for the live show. Yeah. It has to be live show specific. Tell us what you want to hear. Yep. So, and we'll get that going. And tell us how to figure out fucking YouTube. I know. Jesus I should have called Oscar the other day. Mm. I'll figure it out. I'll call him. And we'll get it figured out. All right. Well, I hope everyone had a nice fourth with your families and loved ones. Hope everyone stayed safe. And we will be... Do you know what our next case is going to be? I think the one that you want me to do. Fox Lake? Yeah. It's going to be an interesting one. This this one I I really want to do. Because it's... I I know it was national news, but I think the people in uh, Illinois and Wisconsin, like surrounding states, really got... Yeah. Really understood a little bit more. It really just does, too. Like, it just shows you what lengths people will go to to get away with the shit that they're doing. Yeah. You know? And, uh, I mean, as as far as I'm concerned, I mean, I support law enforcement. I was law enforcement. I still consider myself law enforcement. But but this was a... This guy is a piece of shit. Yeah. So, and as far as um, our tangent in the middle of the show, um, I'm not going to apologize for that word being used. I know some people are offended by it. I'm not not one of those people. My husband is not one of those people. If you are offended by it, you can fast forward through that part. Um, But it's definitely specifically kept for people who deserve it. Yeah. And I agree. It was deserved. So that's our tangent. We we love nurses. We love doctors. Obviously, we love guys saved my life. We just hate shitty people. Yeah. There's no reason 
if you're in in the business to help the public then help the public then what the fuck if you can't handle it then you should be in another profession and again like i said it's it's not a word that we throw around no like a comma and i'm i do apologize i i said it It but it's reserved for people who truly deserve it and and this this without knowing the entire story some of you guys do it, it was warranted yeah so you probably won't hear it again for a very long time right yeah <laughs> just saying uh, all right well we will be recording again soon yeah a couple um, days yeah a couple days i have to go to work tomorrow uh, uh, yeah. sorry babe yeah um <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> that shit won't work. I got my fucking computer. I, exactly. Here. They fucking know. We're posting this shit. Yeah, but I wouldn't have to put a bra on if I stayed home and worked. True. Just saying. I like that idea. Yeah. Right. But I'd end up. Well, no, I'll probably go because I don't know to finish cleaning. Air them titties out. <laughs> free them (laughs) (laughs) all right thank you guys for listening hope you enjoyed please follow subscribe like leave a a review or a comment about us on whatever platform you are listening to us on and uh keep spreading the word yep let us know what you want to do for the live show yeah yeah oh and also let us know if you want us to do Maybe, um, what was the idea I was thinking of? Urban Dictionary. Oh my God, yes. Urban Dictionary word of the day. Should After every show, should we bring up I mean, a word? Should you we... already threw out the C word today. I don't yeah, think we so can get much more offensive it. than that. Right. So. But, yeah, should we do like a U- Urban Dictionary yeah. word of the day? Yeah. You guys have at it. <laughs> yeah. just, just a thought. Yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. We will be talking to you soon. Bye. Bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.